Hi there, and welcome to Emmanuel. This is our conversations podcast where we spend a bit of time talking about the type of people that we want to become in our communities and in our homes. We hope that this encourages you to live a little bit more like Jesus taught us. God bless you. I'm Micah, and I'm here today with Corey. Hi, everyone. And we wanted to take a couple of minutes to follow up on a recent message here at Emmanuel. Uh, it was a great Sunday. We had uh, a whole bunch of baptisms, and as a result, uh, what we were going to say kind of got delayed a little bit, and that's all right. That's exactly what should happen. But we thought we'd take this tool that we've got, the Conversations podcast, and spend a few minutes talking about and unpacking what uh, God laid on our hearts for that week. So, Corey, you were uh, speaking that week. Why don't you run with it? So this is as much for people who were there already, that there were some things that we didn't get to say, mm. but also for others who didn't get to that service to hear the podcast, which wasn't unfortunately recorded. So this is kind of the reason why we're doing it. The whole theme is risk, taking on risk. And the image that I've used this kind of a recent one is apologies to those of you who aren't baseball fans, but most of Canada has been really immersed in the Blue Jays fever that's been going on. And we're just coming now in the fall where they've just... I I should let you know that that's over. Yes. Yeah, they they lost. They lost, I know. But there was a huge amount of excitement (laughs) here in our country over this one. And so uh, one of the ways that I think about recapturing our spirit of risk and adventure. I think about one of the players on the Jays that is, of course, probably the most popular player, Jose Bautista. And I think about Jose Bautista's swing. This guy's swing is like an all or nothing swing. He is a guy that seems to go for it every time. It's either a home run or a strikeout. Now, I know it's not always the case, but it's pretty close. It's... He- it he seems goes that for way. Watching as a guy who knows nothing about baseball or what it's like to swing a bat, it sure does seem like he's going for it every time. So that's a good image to think about today. Recapturing our spirit of risk and adventure. If we in life could swing a little bit like Jose Bautista, at least some of us, I think that this might make the world yeah, a very interesting place. About issues that are worth uh, taking a swing at, too. Absolutely. I now, swing very, very hard at my coffee. <laughs> Now, when it comes to risk, there are a lot of different areas where sometimes God calls us to risk. Sometimes it's our careers and our callings. Sometimes it is about lifestyle choices, whether it's choosing a life of simplicity. That takes a huge amount of risk to say, I'm going to peel it away, all of the stuff that I've got and my possessions and my portfolio, and I'm going to choose to live a simple life. That's a huge risk that we can take. Or taking on a cause that's been burning in our hearts. Mm -hmm. That can feel like we're out on a limb. Uh, When it comes to relationships, there's lots of risk there. Ending a destructive relationship is a big risk. Or taking on a new relationship. But whatever the risk is, the big question is, what are you going to do about it? That's what risk demands of us. Ask us the question, okay, God's calling you to do this. Okay, so now what are you going to do about it? Okay, so... You know, if God's calling me to befriend somebody, they've just been laid on my heart that I, I need to care for them. What am I going to do to actually go out of my way to start becoming friends with them? If I, if I haven't already, it's probably not going to naturally happen. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. 
Now, the story of risk that we spoke about this past Sunday was a story of Abraham in Genesis chapter 22. This is a story that is shocking in its level of risk. And what we see here is that, and just to review the story a little bit, Abraham is called on this huge test of faith. This test that we often face don't look like his. His test was to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. But our tests often are things like surviving cancer, how we lose, how we handle it when we lose a job, when we're facing an addiction, or maybe we're surviving some huge mistake we made, maybe a moral failure. These are huge tests that we face in life. Abraham's was something that challenged all common sense and his whole future. And it is this that Abraham said, God says to Abraham, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to a mountain and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. And it's a test because it doesn't make any sense. And it puts at risk his whole future. He didn't know what was going on. Abraham's response was to simply make himself available. He says those three classic words when God said simply his name, Abraham, in verse 1, he said, here I am. And that's a call that gets echoed in the scriptures for um, for Isaiah in his call in Isaiah chapter 6. And you'll see the actually later on in this passage when he has his knife raised to take his son's life, he hears God say to him, Abraham, Abraham, and then he says the same thing, here I am. And I think for me, that's just showing up. Fun things happen when we just show up to say yes to God. Uh, as we keep going through the story, when it comes to risk, don't be surprised if it seems completely unreasonable, because for Abraham it was. God said, take your son and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. And that seems totally out of character with what we know of God and must have to Abraham as well. It didn't make any sense. It was unreasonable. And in fact, the law later on prohibited child sacrifice. Going up the mountain of risk seems unreasonable and illogical at times. Uh, any any thoughts on that one, Micah? Well, I think one of the things that many of us will be wrestling with, uh, I've said this a couple of times up until this point, that... Uh, you know, with a new daughter at home, the idea of this whole story, it is so shocking to many of us that we can't really get by it to the point of understanding. Actually, there's, while the level in the sacrifice is huge, um, the the response is one that we should still adopt today. It might not look anything like that today, but the, the response, as you say, just showing up when God calls you to do something, to, to reach that neighbor, just showing up. It's a huge part of that. Now, Corey, is there something else from Sunday morning that you want to unpack, or do you want to spend some time talking about things we didn't quite get to? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm kind of getting there, because there were just a couple more points, and then I want to land on something that I didn't get a chance to sure, speak on absolutely. Sunday. Um, grit and determination, they are required. It says in the story that, Abraham didn't procrastinate. He didn't delay. It says he got up early the next morning to do what he needed to do. That's grit. That's determination. When we've got a risk on the table, a challenging deadline, a difficult conversation with someone, we usually procrastinate. 
But instead of putting it off, that we got to face it with grit. Going up the mountain of risk takes grit. The next point is that it's an act of worship and it was costly. This is uh, in, in verse five, it's his only son that he's giving up. It, later on, I said in the message that God provides when we risk because this whole, this, this whole story turns on the fact that Abraham trusted that God was going to provide for his, for his means. But I guess the thing I want to talk about now is that risk means going all in and all in means not holding anything back. You held nothing back. I think that I would love that to be something that was written on my tombstone. How about you, right? Yeah. He held nothing back. Yeah, there's a, uh, we were at a summit of uh, leadership lately or recently. And one of the, the people there challenged us to make sure that we actually spend our energy wisely, that we don't leave it all on the field of our workplace. But when it comes to the kingdom, uh, I think all followers of Jesus are actually called, you know, do everything you can. Lay it all on the field. Leave it all out there. Hold nothing back uh, to see the kingdom move forward in our families. For many of us, that's our first calling. For some of us, our workplaces, but definitely in our community too. Risk can put the most important thing in your life in jeopardy. It did for Abraham. It was his only son. It was mm. his future. It was his inheritance. It was the promise of God. And this risk put everything on the line. And so we often wonder, what about for you? What might God be calling you to put on the line for him to lay it all on the table? Sometimes it might seem like small things God asks of us to do. But the risks that we're talking about here today are the things that are most important to us. So um, for me... Uh, just moving here to Truro was a big risk for me. Mm. We were having a great time where we were. We were loved. We were cared for. We were having fun. We were seeing God do lots of things. And we get basically like a call in the middle of the night. It wasn't really that, but it felt like it. Out of the blue saying, come to Truro. And that put us in a in a huge amount of, of quite we're, we're putting everything on the line because we didn't know what things were going to be like here we didn't we didn't know were people going to love us accept us uh we're did what we did here was it going to work there and all of those things we yeah. it felt like a huge risk but we realized that being all in means holding nothing back and so we decided to come one of the uh, challenges, I think, especially for Western Christians, is that we sometimes think that risk is about the, uh, or God calls us to sacrifice the things that we're most looking forward to getting rid of. Mm -hmm. You know, that friendship that's just driving you crazy. They, they just sap everything out of you. And maybe God is calling you to walk away from that, but more than likely, God's calling you to draw the person towards healing. Right? Many of us are like, yes, God, that... That job I don't like, take it from me. Yes, I'm I'm willing to sacrifice. But sometimes it actually, or usually when we're talking about these things, they're in areas that are near and dear to our heart that God's calling us to risk on. It, it doesn't always seem this way, but maybe, I don't know if you've heard of the burning platform uh, idea. And that is, it, when it comes to risk for me, it is when the benefits of risk outweigh the cost of staying where you are yeah and 
one of the ways of putting that is that you're standing on a burning platform. Yeah. And so are you going to jump or are you going to stay where you are? And there gets to be a point where the dangers of doing nothing far outweigh the dangers of taking that leap. That's yeah. kind of what we're... Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, in the context of a walk with God, where the the consequences, the the uh, deformities that our disobedience would cause in our relationship with God get to the point where like we actually know we need to start walking towards what he's calling us to do. There's an old there's an old quote by a painter, Vincent van Gogh, and he said this. He said, the fishermen know that the sea is dangerous and the storm terrible, but they have never found these dangers sufficient reason, reasons for remaining ashore. Mm. Yeah. That's a that's a little bit of the story of what, what risk is all about. So what's God calling you to do? And is that better than than uh than staying ashore? So what's a couple of uh practical steps, Corey? Maybe maybe you've got some, maybe uh they're just coming to you now, but what's a couple of things is we're working through this together in community on this little uh podcast thing. What are some ways that people can discern what God's calling them to risk? Yeah, that's, that is a, a really good question. That's something that I think people struggle with uh, the most. Some people, their risk profile is that they they tell me they wouldn't take a risk if the platform was burning. Yeah. They'd stay on the burning platform. I don't right? care if there's a pedway and a flashing light and a crossing guard. I'm not crossing the street. It's too risky. Well, one example, I've got a couple of friends who are really wrestling with their calling to ministry these days and wondering if God is calling them to leave their careers to do full-time ministry. Now, that is that is not everyone. Uh, not for one moment do I believe that everybody is called to full-time ministry, to lay down their nets and to follow him. But I've got a couple of, uh, of friends that are that are doing that. And my advice to them, if they ask for it ever, is uh, different depending on their situation. One of my friends, I'm, I'm asking them to say, why don't you just, this is so new for you. Why don't you take a, a little slow? Why don't you dip your feet in the waters? That's one way of yeah. of proceeding on risk is to go part way into the water. And so I'm saying, do some studies. Start studying now. Uh, get involved in a ministry now yeah. rather than go in 100% because for him, this risk is just all out of the blue. And I might say that to somebody who is, this is really new to them. They have no experience at anything. Just start to take a little risk first. Yeah. Practice risk, exercise it. That's one of the, one of I guess the examples of how risk would, uh, what what I would do when I was facing a risky decision. Another would be there's nothing that drives you to prayer more than risk. You really got to hammer this out on the anvil of prayer with God, because there's no sense taking a risk just for risk's sake. It has mm. to be God asking you to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, just to 